Good evening. This is Reverend Dr. Chuck Curry coming to you tonight from the campus of Pacific University, where we have just concluded a rally. We gathered as people of different races, different backgrounds, and different faith traditions, and even from different schools. The cause which brought us together is the ongoing fight against racism. This past week, we witnessed racist statements on social media directed at students at Lewis and Clark College in Portland. And we are glad that students from Lewis and Clark were able to join us here at Pacific this evening. We are also aware that police are investigating a possible bias crime against a black student at Lewis and Clark that occurred this weekend. What occurred at Lewis and Clark could have just as easily occurred at Pacific University or Willamette University, or for that matter, any school in Oregon or across America. Half a century ago or more, people with names like Rosa Parks and Joseph Lowry and Martin Luther King Jr. set in motion a civil rights movement that would break the back of white supremacy. Schools would be integrated. The right to vote would be extended. But racism... Racism did not die. We have seen that in places like Ferguson, Charleston, and Baltimore, but also in places like Portland and Forest Grove, Oregon. We live in a complex time and in a difficult world. Still, it is not a time without hope. Hope is born again in the student protest at the University of Missouri and at Lewis and Clark, where students have once again said that racism must be named and opposed. Speaking in South Africa during the time of apartheid, Robert F. Kennedy, not long before he was assassinated, challenged the youth of the world to lead the movement of social change, saying that our answer is the world's hope. It is to rely on youth. The cruelties and obstacles of this swiftly changing planet will not yield to obsolete dogmas and outworn slogans. It cannot be moved by those who cling to a present, which is already dying, who prefer the illusion of security to the excitement of danger, which comes with even the most peaceful progress. He went on to say that this world demands the qualities of youth, not a time of life, but a state of mind, a temper of the will, a quality of the imagination, a predominance of courage over timidity, of the appetite for adventure over the love of ease. It is a revolutionary world we live in, and thus, as I have said in Latin America and Asia, in Europe and in the United States, it is young people who must take the lead. Thus you and your young compatriots everywhere have had thrust upon you a greater burden of responsibility than any generation that has ever lived. If it is true that the youth of the 50s and 60s were presented with a great burden, a great challenge, and I believe that to be without question, then the youth of the 2000s have an even greater one. The challenges to be confronted include the unfinished business of addressing racial injustice and economic inequality. At the same time, it must be our cause to combat climate change and so much more. It will take all of us working together in common cause. We are now looking to the new generation of students who gathered at our rally today at Pacific for new energy and new leadership. But those who are young and those who are protesting today, please know that you are not alone. There is much work to be done, but we can make progress together. 
Hope is about changing the conditions in which we live. And I have hope that students, universities, faith communities, and local and national leaders can bring about change as has happened before. This is Reverend Chuck Curry from Portland, Oregon. Good night.